I think the the biggest change that would need to happen, um, but to all levels of education, and particularly secondary education, um, as well, it's massive in in the in the TAFE and in the higher education system as well, is you know linking the curriculum to to industry. Yeah. Hello and welcome to the first level and the first season of the Games of Life. Today I have one of my mentors in the F1 in schools and a lot of part, a lot of the industry parts, Sam Nikolsky. Hello, should I call you Sam or Mr. Nikolsky like I call you in school? Sam's fine. Sam, <laughs> All right. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much. So my first question to you is, as you as you know as well, education does take a lot of time in your life. It takes what you could say, if you're living for a hundred years, one fourth or even more in your life. So what do you think needs to be that change you see in education or should be changed? Yeah. So we talk about the idea of lifelong learning. Yeah. And as you know, as humans we're always on this you know, constant journey where constantly learning new things, new ways of doing things, whether it's formal study, whether it's picking up a book and finding out something new, whether it's learning how to use a different tool, learning how to fix things. Yeah or if it's learning that is linked to a career or an industry or something that's going to you know, make you more employable or just to improve the quality of your life. Uh, and so that's one of the biggest shifts um, that we need to make for people's mindsets. And that's when we talk about that, you know, that growth mindset where yeah. everyone needs to always be constantly learning, constantly challenging yourselves and, and keeping your brain yeah. active as well. Yeah. So in your words or in whatever you've learned in life, what does education mean to you? So education is, you know, it's bringing on new knowledge, new skills, new ideas. Education's about, you know, finding ways to, to better yourself, to make yourself a, a better person, to be able to deal with different challenges, yeah. different problems, to, you know, education lets you make the most of opportunities. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's what education really means to me is, you know, the more skills you have, the more prepared you are, the more you're able to you know, make something amazing out of your life. And that's really the message that we want to have for young people is you know, the more different things that you do, the more things you learn about, the more things you learn how to use or new tools, software skills, whether it's about communication, whether it's about collaboration, yeah. that all, they're just you know, strings to your bow yeah. that will then let you have you know, a really rich, fulfilling life. Yeah. So because for a lot of people, especially students, education just means studies to them. Mm -hmm. And that's why people get like really intimidated by just studying. And then after that, they pick up this habit of playing games while uh, teachers are teaching their subject and things like that. What is an advice that you give to students or thing that should be changed in them to exceed in that education life? So... For, for students, it's all about just setting goals. You know, what would you love to get paid to do in your life? What sort of jobs? There are people that get paid to do all sorts of really cool things. There are people that arrived to work today and they scuba dived with whale sharks and they yeah. got paid for it. There are people that arrived to work today and they got in the seat of a, a fighter plane. People that arrived to work and they, you know, they're studying diseases or working out preventions that are going to impact people's lives all over the world. You know, people get paid to... to paint pictures they get paid to fix cars so advice for the young people is just to find out what are you passionate about you know what would you love to get paid to do mm. and then starting to look at you know what what is the pathway to get there how do you work yeah. back you know is it 
you know, specific formal education that you need? Are there particular degrees or courses or certificates you need to do? Um, you know, talk to people in those fields, reach out, you know, search yeah. those careers on, on Seek or LinkedIn and see yeah. um, what, what are the pathways, what other things are they asking for? And then, you know, just focus yourself on those skills to lead you towards that goal. You know, so if you're sitting in a board in an English class, mm. you think about, well, what's something I could take out of this that will help me to meet that own personal goal? Yeah. If you're sitting bored in a maths class or if you're looking at, you know, what subjects you're going to choose, you know, do you choose yeah. subjects that your friends are doing mm. or do you choose subjects where maybe there'll be something in this yeah. that would lead to that yeah. career or to that, yeah. um, you know, that pathway? But then it also comes back to, you know, the education system and teachers as well. Mm is making sure that they're teaching things that are directly linked to those pathways and teaching things that's directly linked to those jobs, those industries. Yeah. And sharing that with the students, you know, we're doing this unit, yeah. we're learning about this in this class because it's used in every single job or yeah. we're teaching you this bit of software because if you look on Seek, on, on, if you look on Seek yeah. there's 40,000 job openings there. Yeah. So it goes both ways, you know, it's for the students, but it's also for the teachers. Yeah. I feel like this is a problem that in, in student life, especially even in school that people have is that when they're in a class and then they're not interested in that class, mm -hmm. even though they, you know, they still try to get interested, but they're not, but their goal is something else. Mm -hmm. That hour or even more mm -hmm. is wasted part of their life. Yep. And if that goes week and week on, yep. that's a lot of part of their life which is gone. So do you think that is a problem on behalf of the education system or is that something that students should just deal with it? So one of the things I learned really on, early on in my teaching career that really shaped um, a lot of how I've taught um, is if you never blame the student for their actions or for what they're doing. So if you've got a kid who's you know, really naughty or disruptive or you've got a whole class that's bored. If you take the student out of that, then what could you change? You know, is it because what you're teaching is really boring or is it because they're not, you're not, as a teacher, you're not connecting it to yeah. their goals or making it tangible or making yeah. it linked to the real world? Because yeah. as soon as you show the students where it's linked to the real world, as soon as you take the student out of it as well, you know, kids spend hours and hours sitting in a, in a seat yeah. just looking at PowerPoint presentations mm, and yeah, having an, an adult talking yeah. at them and telling them, okay, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to open the textbook. We're going to look yeah. at these questions. Yeah. I would be bored, mm. you know? So how can we flip and change education so it's about getting students excited to be there? Yeah. How can we make that experience and bring in that user experience yeah. side of things yeah. How can we make that experience as rich and exciting and engaging? Yeah. And maybe the kids might not need, you know, five hours of mm. boring lectures and PowerPoint presentations. Yeah. If you've got a rich learning experience, you might be able to cover it in three hours. Yeah. So like what in the in when you said like that's where we need to change that really kind of in my brain formed another question, which is how what makes you and what do you think that change will do? to the future and how long will it take because in in the education system there's a lot of teachers uncountable students as well with that change it will take in my perspective that'll take a lot of time unless it's like a rapid thing that happens 
such as like COVID, teaching methods did change. You could say it went more online. It forced teachers and even students to use that online pathway that we clearly didn't discover its full potential of, but we're really close of discovering its full potential of. Yeah, cool. Great question. Great, great insights. Yeah. So, yeah, there's some really interesting things that came out of you know the last couple of years and that massive disruption. And that's something that I've spoken about with school leadership teams and yeah. principals and you know directors of learning and directors of well-being about well, one aspect, one way you could look at it is that schools are so short-staffed at the moment, teachers are so stressed, they've got so much going on, yeah. they're just trying to get through the day. And so they just revert back to what they know and to what's easy and what they've done before. Whereas another way to look at it, and another way that some schools and some principals has looked at it was there was this massive disruption. We had to throw everything out mm. overnight essentially yeah. and then totally teach in a brand new way and then coming back isn't that not the best time to try something new yeah so yeah it could go either mm. way um some of the work that we're doing here at the Wyndham Tech School in trying to change the way that mm. um you know try to change traditional teaching yeah. and pedagogies and curriculums is again we're asking every teacher to fundamentally change their practice you know they might have been doing it for 20 years yeah. That might have been how they were taught how to teach at university. That might have been how they were taught when they were students. So we're asking them to throw that out yeah. and try something new. So that's a massive challenge, mm. particularly with how the time that teachers don't have much time to try yeah. and be new as well. Yeah. So that's why, you know, if we work with universities and those initial teacher education providers yes. to then start to change it at the source, yeah. as those graduate teachers come through, they can start the change um, but it also needs to be top down as well it needs to be principals on board it needs to be yep. school leadership saying mm. great everyone we're going to change things up yep. then they can put the time in place they can support the teachers to implement it yep. otherwise it's really hard for one teacher to fight against the system that they're in yep. and do you think like because of these skills they have that money making ability as well now because they do, if, they, if a guy learns how to use Photoshop, Illustrator, or even as a game developer, he can put himself on Fiverr and still earn a fair bit. Yeah, and, and that's where those you know, traditional pathways have really changed as well. The pathways from school into jobs and careers has yeah. changed. Um, employers are telling us that they don't look at your, your study score, they don't look at your VCE score. They want you to bring a portfolio and they want you to show what have you made? What have you done? Yeah. You know, how many games have you made? How have you used Photoshop to create? Yeah. How can you tell that story? Um, that's much more powerful than just a number on a piece yeah. of paper or a certificate or a degree. Yeah. And again, that's where education, you know, whether it's in universities or TAFEs or secondary schools, needs that fundamental shift as well. So do you think that's where the VCE curriculum or even the IB and the VET curriculum should change or do you think that shouldn't be there it should be just like normal studies till 12 and then morely focusing on uh, money making skills and then straight away to job the biggest change that would need to happen um but to all levels of education particularly secondary education yeah. um as well it's massive in in the in the TAFE and in the higher education system as well is you know linking the curriculum to to industry yeah you know, um the, every single thing in the you know whether it's in a vce study design 
Next word, where is this used in industry or who is asking for that skill or who is asking for you to have that piece of knowledge? So that's something, you know, the rationale behind every bit of content in the curriculum needs to be backed up by someone who's asking for that in yeah. the industry, not just what we taught, you know, 20 years ago or what yeah. was in last yeah. year's one. Um, and that's when, you know, students should still be asking their teachers, why are we learning this? Teachers should be challenging, you know, why are we teaching this? Yeah. And the answer should be linked to an industry or linked yeah. to something something real, linked to the mm. real world, yeah. not just going back to the student saying, oh, well, it's on the test next week or because you need it for VCE mm. or because it's on the exam. Yeah. It should be because yeah. it's linked to a particular industry. So kind of think of the long-term goal then the short-term ones that are coming up yeah. and build up for the long-term ones, yeah. And um, now we're like that my biggest question to you is for this podcast on that education union policy like what's happening there because i feel like this is going to have a big impact on students especially on if they have like a teacher where they've got a lot of work to do with them or even if they have like suppose a test coming up next day teacher's not there how will that work out like just yeah yeah so the new agreement um, which is still being is still being finalised yeah. between the Australian Education Union and the Victorian government, but at the core of it was, um, you know, there was a survey of all teachers in Victoria where you know, it came out that they were doing you know, between ten and fifteen hours yeah. unpaid work. Um, they barely have any time for you know innovating or creating new interesting lessons because you know there's so much reporting, administration, compliance, their days filled up with yard yep. duties, where so they don't have time to spend innovating or creating these really exciting yep. learning opportunities. Yep. Um, and so yeah, part of the agreement is just looking to give teachers more time during the day. It's tied to more funding, so the government's going to pay to put more teachers in schools. Yep. Um, and that's something that's being found in um, you know, education systems all yep. over Australia, all over the world, where suddenly, you know, everyone was learning from home, where parents and you know the general public got to see the impact of teachers, where teachers were um, critical workers in Victoria, you know, when they were the same as you know doctors and nurses, yep. they were yep. at the front line of you know keeping the wheels of mm. motion of the state and. You know, so that's when um, you know professionals yeah. of of that status need to be you know yeah. rewarded and, and yeah. respected and um, and trusted and yeah. treated but as professionals. Yeah. So do you think because of the teacher shortage, we should get more immigrants in our country with a kind of like a specialist degree in that teaching position? Because that could also affect, I feel like, our infrastructure in our country as they would be paying tax, tax would be going into other things as well, especially in the education. I think like, the biggest one is just to attract more professionals into education. So, you know, we find that the, you know, the best teachers are the ones that have backgrounds other yeah. than teaching. You know, they're coming from industry. They bring yeah. real world or real life experience and they bring that into the classroom. So there are some programs that do that in a way. Um, but again, how can you attract someone with a maths background from industry, how can you attract them into education? Mm. 
So that's one of the yeah. biggest problems is how do we attract the best and brightest yeah. into a career and show that it's a career that enjoys high status, that it's more respected by the public. There's not just this fallback of, oh, great, you finish work at 3.30 yeah. and you get break school holidays, yeah. which is a total myth. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's about busting the yeah. myth and it's about elevating the status of teachers. So that's why Australia's marketing plan needs to come handy. Well, yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like education is that one topic that can change anyone's life. Because it is the pathway to success, glory, fame, and all the positives and also all the negatives. Yes. It is like both the ways. It depends on how your education is shown or like portrayed. So my next question to you is what extracurricular activities should you do as a student? You like your recommended ones? Yeah, do you know, as much extracurricular yeah. as possible. That's where you you know, that's where you really forge friendships and make connections, you know, whether it's people that you playing soccer with every Wednesday night, they might be someone that you're doing business deals with when you walk up. You know, they, if you're um, in a, you know, every Tuesday night you're doing a Dungeons and Dragons tournament, you know, that's great skills for good your storytelling. Um, if there are opportunities to, um, you know, do like, you know, things like life saving or, you know, those things where you're building skills as not part of a curriculum where you're learning things like first aid, F1 and everything. Yeah, there's, you know, like Formula 1 in schools, yeah. there's, you know, Lego First Probiotics. Yeah. Um, you know, if you can find a club that, you know, facilitates that, you know, if yeah. it's something with your school or if something outside of school, yeah. um, it could even be something that's just done online, yeah. you know, online book club or online movie club. Um, that's all that just makes you as a person more interesting. It gives you more skills, more things to talk about, more connections and control throughout your life so do as much extra stuff as possible is my, is my recommendation you know, if you you know just go go home and play video games yeah. all night and then go to bed and do the same thing yeah. um yeah of course you know there's always a place and a time for for things like that yeah. um but it's everything in balance yeah yeah yes yeah Thank you so much for coming to this podcast. I enjoyed it a lot. I got to learn so much that I will definitely implement in my life. I hope you enjoyed it as well. Awesome. Thanks so much, Arnav, here. Yep. And with students like you, the future's...